We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Mail line to convince Jason Gelsey to come back to the Eagles. So it sounds like within the next couple of weeks he's going to make a decision. He needs to. The Eagles need to know before we get ourselves to free agency, how he's got to know if he has that money to spend. And the way I view it is this. Great player, all-time Eagle. I love J.C. Kelsey. And he's been, you know, you, I, I can make a real case. He's the best draft pick in the history of the franchise, considering he's a sixth-round pick. But at some point, everyone's got to move on. He, he, he's ready, it looks like to me, to go to that second stage of his career in life. And for the Eagles, they've drafted two young centers. They're playing at guard. They're paying this guy fourteen million, and the defense stinks. I could Still use playing at a high level. I I know it's not about him as a player. That's the easy. If it's just about him as a player, that's the easy fix. It's all easy. I mean, we all want him back then. But I think you could build a better team, and maybe he's happy in retirement anyway. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four, and the Reddick situation. Gut feeling: Is he coming back? I sense we're getting a holdout in camp if he's not paid. I don't. Th- you, know, I just can't see this thing ending simple unless they pay him. Yeah, you, you know what's funny is that when we were talking about this, it, it was said that everybody's happy. He's not going to be happy if he doesn't get his money. Mm-mm. Like that's when it turns south. It goes south real quick. I think that this is not going to be something that's going to be an issue for long. I think that there's going to be a team out there that's going to be willing to give him a pay raise, and he's probably going to take it. Uh, whether or not that's a contender, that remains to be seen. Because I'm pretty sure it's probably some low, low, low-hanging fruit teams out there that'll probably be willing to give him everything he wants. But that's a decision that he has to make if he wants to do that. Your full reaction or your your initial reaction, Kyle, the idea of a third and fifth round pick for Hassan Reddick. Uh, if I could throw up any harder, I would. That, that that's harder. a terrible. No, like why would you trade your best defensive player for a third and a fifth? That is asking to to rebuild. To, that, that'd be pain. an awful trade. You don't want to pay. Well, but I do See, want to pay him. And, and and this is the thing that blows my <laughs> mind about about all of this, Kyle and Joe, is that everybody's cool with this. You don't want to pay the guy. How can you be cool with that? Like, how is that? How am I okay? Like, but bottom line is we're here because the Eagles don't want to pay. Him. Don't want to pay. Him. I mean, that's they don't. They don't want to give well, him. Th- pay they rate. don't want to pay what he is saying that he's worth initially. I mean, but there's a difference, though. But the Eagles want, I'm sure the Eagles want him back. Right, you asked so, Howie, yes or no, do you want Reddick next year? He'd say yes. Okay. I, I, I think everyone's probably right on this. But you mentioned this earlier, Hugh. It's like a slippery slope doing this, right? They did it with Slay. Would they do this with a guy they're not comfortable losing? I that's, think, what, that's, that's the point. I think they were comfortable losing Slay last year. They just happened to bring him back because it just worked out. That's, that's my point. If A.J. Brown did this, I, I don't think they'd be comfortable losing him. They're they either comfortable or confident in – his market. Yeah, out I think there. that's a that's a fine line to live life. It, well, that's what I'm saying. I don't, yeah. I don't like it, when you talk about everybody's happy. No, 
because you're basically saying, I don't think you're worth what you're asking for. Now go out and see if somebody else is willing to give it to you. That's basically what's being said, and everybody's trying to make this seem like it's all hunky dory well, and everybody's cool. Nobody's cool. Well, th- I mean, this we, can't be everybody can't be cool. Hold up, we just talked to Jordan for for like <laughs> ten minutes. Is Jordan, cool. He, well, he made it seem like Hassan was cool. That this is going to be cool. He didn't make it sound like, as you said, oh, I'm worried absolutely. about a holdout. Jordan said he he, he thinks everything would uh, end up being Jordan, fine. Jordan, don't know what he's talking well, Jordan about. just talked to Hassan Reddick <laughs> yesterday. Hugh, did you? No, I, I didn't. This don't feel. But Kyle, come on, you can't tell me that everybody's okay. Hey, you know what? We're still friends. But you can go out and see if you can do better, because I'm not gonna pay you another dime. But well, did, did did Hassan? You gonna still be cool did with Jordan? Ron did if everybody you to pay raise? And he told you to go. Did everybody go else not say this was a business? No, it is a business. It is a business. But it's, Hassan it's still, knows that. The Eagles know that. It's still emotional. I'm, but it's a business. It's a very nice PR spin football people do now. I know. Well, it's just but, a, it's but, a but Hassan has literally explicitly stated he still wants to be an Eagle. So this is not this is an amicable negotiation no, going it's not. on. What yes, is it, it am- is. What it is, is it amicable? It may be amicable, it's but it's definitely it's, amicable. Yeah, I, well, no, it's not. Hassan wants to be here next no, year. It's amicable. Now, this is not amicable. This is not amicable. It's getting out of hand. It is. It is Valentine's Day. What are you doing? I just before we move any further i love this the and these gms and these front office are really smart there's a very nice spin on everything to make it nice and sanitary right like travis kelsey right he screams at andy reed he's a competitor yeah. right you, you go seek a trade it's amicable divorce no he wants more money and travis kelsey was annoyed now nah. the super bowl it's okay wait why can't we just say what's going on here now there's a level of grown-up ism that you have to have in all of this but I refuse to go there. I'm, I'm going to keep it petty because the, everybody can't be happy in this situation. We're sitting here and we're handling this like adults. This is To me, this is not a time to be handling like an adult. <laughs> you don't want me here. You don't want to pay me. I feel some kind of way. But that's you. Like Hassan because has made this so clear happens. that he's fine with like he Because well, he's trying on. to be a grown-up. Do, do, do we actually think let, – let's play it out. Let's say they, they try to find a trade. No one's going to pay him what he wants. The Eagles won't adjust his contract. His son's just going to tuck his tail back in between his legs and walk into camp on $15 million? Joe, 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 last think, season, do you not think he outplayed his contract in his first year? He showed up to camp with his whatever tail tucked between his legs. We just did this last but this, season. But this is the last year of his deal. It's right. a little bit different. Now. Okay, but, we forget but, but, that he did say, you see it. Well, what about your contract? You see what's going on. I don't think he will play for the Eagles again unless they adjust his contract. I, I just, now, they, I, maybe they will adjust it. But I don't so like I kind of want this. To I don't know where you're coming to that conclusion. Like we just talked to somebody who just talked to Hassan Reddick, and he said he well, doesn't think there I would know. be a holdout. He, but he's playing nice now. He's, I mean, he's not going to. It doesn't help his client. I'm, look, Jordan's talking to his agent, right? We can be real about this. Jordan Schultz is talking to Hassan Reddick's agent yes. and Hassan. Yes, they're not going to. They don't want to put up a fuss right now. They want to make him look good for his next team. Play nice until we don't. Yeah, play I'm nice. just I, the way I view this is. Last summer, Nick Bosa wouldn't play for the 49ers so they adjusted his contract. Week one, they paid Nick him. Nick Bosa's a jerk. Chris Jones, he skipped the first game of the year. <laughs> yeah, he I, did skip the first I mean, he, game he's, do you remember what he did, they, Chris Jones? <laughs> he sat in the box and watched know. the loose the Look, Lions. I know, but everybody, is, everybody handles the, the situation <laughs> differently. Him. I know they did. <laughs> you can't just take one situation and say that this is exactly how it's going to be for this next guy. Like, we are getting messaging from Hassan. Hassan Reddick literally tweeted, Ooh. this isn't just Hassan's agent via Jordan Schultz. This is straight out of Hassan Reddick's mouth. Because he's putting the pressure back on the Eagles. The whole right. hey, hey, guy, hey, okay. all of Philadelphia, I want to be here. It's Howie. He right. won't so, give me more so money. So let's play this out. He goes into free agency or whatever, not free agency, but he looks at the open market, sees, you know, this isn't that far off from what the Eagles are offering me. Is he mad at the Eagles? And then holds out? 
No, but he's I don't gonna, see that. But he's going to want more money. I mean, right. That's... But what if? But, but but what if he resigns to the fact that he's not getting what he initially thought? Like the Eagles call his bluff. He goes out, tests the open market. The Eagles are proven to be right. You're not worth this. You're not worth you know whatever you're expecting to be. He might just have to suck it up and he come might, back. But, but I look at it like this: like the agent's job. And I know that, that Jordan said that he was out looking. He he put the fillers out there way before this. And he has some teams probably lined up. That's what good agents do. They put them out, the fillers out there, yeah. and he finds out if a team is willing to step up to the plate. They probably got a couple teams lined up, and they're probably talking to the, to the Eagles, saying, well, hey, this is what so-and-so is willing to offer us. And it's probably going to be a significant pay rate. Yeah, I view it as here. He played halfway nice last summer, and I don't think he's going to do it again. I, I think we did we did that once, where he he didn't do every drill in practice, but it wasn't that big of a deal. I think if he doesn't get a new contract, he's going to hold out. KC in West Philly, what's up, KC? KC, you with us, pal? KC going once. That's twice. the sound of a guy who's not with. KC and JoJo got a, 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 hollow, a, a Halloween. A Valentine's Day song, too. <laughs> I haven't thought of Casey and JoJo in quite some time. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite Casey and JoJo song? Oh, man. Uh, all My Life, I That's guess. It. Life life was a good one. Life. They had some hits. They did. <laughs> they did. They, you know, they, other stuff happened. <laughs> Ron and Broomall. What's up, Ron? Hey, how you guys doing today? What's going on? Look, uh, hey, listen. Did anybody bring up maybe bringing back Jason as a uh, maybe an offensive coordinator? You know, not court line. You know, line coordinator or anything like that. So as line a co- coach, coach um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, look, I think he'd be great at it. I think the Eagles would be into it. I'm not sure if Jason wants to dedicate the time to be coach because he's got all this other stuff he could do with TV and and his podcast. Yeah, but he still wants. I think he still wants to stay. You know, in football and everything like that, and be involved with it. I would, I would think he'd be more involved with being there on the sidelines and being on TV. Because he ain't going to be no announcer, that's for sure. Well, he could be. I mean, how, well, yeah. how can you say that? How, I how, think he could be. I, he, I don't know. I think he has a love for the game, you know? It just, I would say I, I, I would push back on that a little bit, man. I think he would be a great announcer because he would be he's seeing the game from a different perspective because he knows as much as the quarterback does about, you know, protections. He knows about yeah. uh, coverages and things of mm-hmm. that nature. Sure. So I think he'll do a great job as an, as an announcer. But don't you think it'd be better off, you know, teaching these guys at the line and everything like that? And you mean do, coaching? Uh, center, the center. Coaching? I, mean, the, I, don't think, I don't think the push cush would work without him. The push cush? What are we talking about? The cush? Well, yeah, the push. I don't think that would work without Kelsey. Uh, you, you don't know, think they could, they could teach Cam Jurgens how to snap the ball and then dive down? They could do yeah, that. Okay. And as far as Reddick goes and everything like that, he had a great season that, two years ago. Hello? We, uh, we, Ron, I'm with you. you. Okay, well, as far as uh, Redick, uh, I mean, so he had, you know, a bad year this year. So the whole defense did. I mean, we had to change, you know, defensive coordinators, you know, towards the end of the season. I mean, the whole defense sucked. Redick was great two years ago, you know, with all them sacks and everything. I think the whole defense, we all know the whole defense, you know. It was terrible, kinda, yeah, and it was bad. Gave it up, but as far as Redick goes, I think he's a great. I mean, the guy loves Philadelphia, who's born and raised here. You know, and he doesn't want to leave, and I think he'll do anything, you know, to stay here. Well, well, well hold on. Take anything but take a pay cut. <laughs> hold on, Ron, and I, <laughs> I, 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 I think, yeah, I think he really would because he loves the city. No, hold on. Just, no, wait a minute, hold, hold on, wait a minute. You Ron, think he'll take on. a pay cut? Hold on. Time out. Well, why are we having this conversation if he could do anything? See, to this, stay here? this is why players put out statements to get everyone on their side. <laughs> I, I, he'll do anything. 
He he asked for more money last year, and now his agent is out there talking to teams about a trade. Yeah, Hassan Reddick loves Philadelphia. <laughs> so do I. But he's not staying here for less money, certainly, and he wants more money. He what did you say yesterday about they have planes? He could come back. Yeah, you got, they got planes. They got <laughs> they got train tickets and whatever. Whatever. They've the had planes for quite some time yeah. now. I mean, I love Philly. I came back to visit every now and then. I, you know, I went. Well, I you left. did. You but you did. I come left. Back. I did, but I came back. But yeah. I left. As soon as they said, "Well, how much are you giving me?" <laughs> All right, dear. Hey, I, I can always get somebody to send me some cheesesteaks. But you know what? The one thing that I did like, like that I was there almost every day, they did have a readers in Jacksonville. Oh, so, so I, I felt a little bit at home. A little bit at home. You know what I'm saying? So, so I saw them Confederate flags, <laughs> and then I made sure I got them. The flags on the trucks and the alligators, oh that made you feel not at home. Yeah, that was a little different. It was a little different, but hey. I eventually came back. Yeah, you found your way back. Yeah. KC in West Philly. He's back up. What's up, KC? Yo, what up, fellas? What's, What's up, KC? My bad, man. I was trying to get y'all speaking for him to push the wrong button. Oh, I do it all the time, KC. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, no, no I'm worries. I'm just out here doing some yard work. I got a libation in here, and that's how I do. Yo, man, hey, this is the first time I ever talked to y'all, so hey, congratulations on your new spot. Uh, Hugh, my condolences to you. Thank I know it's a long way. You. I, mean, I know it's a long way. And you, I gotta say, yo, my grandma, she she passed in about about eight years ago, and she was a huge fan of yours. All she talked about was, hey, I like that dark skinned dude with the bushy hair, <laughs> number fifty three. Oh man, man, I like him. They, they don't know I'm who like, he is. Hey, ain't so bushy no more. As a matter of fact, this, I, this ball yeah. spot I got growing, growing in real nice. You see, you see it, that Jodo, that ball. Spot <laughs> but that's what she remember <laughs> of you. Yo, man, we got to keep Hassan Reddick, okay? I don't care. Hey, make it happen. Do what you got to do. We got to keep Hassan Reddick. Hey, listen, no respect to BG and Fletch and um <clears throat> and uh, Lane and all of them, but if we kept them around for years, and here we, is, here we are, we got one, probably like one of the top three pass rushers in the league between him, Bosa, and uh, what's my man from Dallas' name? Uh, Micah. Micah. Micah Park. Yeah. They're pretty much the top dogs of pass rushing. Yo, come on, man. We got to keep these guys, man. Come on. Hey, that's what it takes to have a championship caliber team. Well, if you they want to be- have one next year, Casey, if they want if no, they want to no. if they want to be one next year, it's, it's hard to envision them being a really good defense next year without him. I agree with you on that. Exactly. We got to have them. Make it happen. I don't care what you got to do. Make it happen. Because truthfully, I think if they don't keep them, I'm going to chalk that up as they trying to uh, keep the money just so they can get uh, Devontae in there. That's what well, Casey, it's a big of. part of it. No, it is. Casey made a good phone call. We appreciate listening. It's part of it. You know, the future of the Devontae contract, Dickerson, and Jalen Hurts' deal is starting to tick up. It's still not significant. Like, you know, yeah, Mahomes, the, yeah. Mahomes just won the Super Bowl with the highest cap hit ever for a quarterback. Jalen's not there now, but it's 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 steadily moving up next year. All right, let me throw a little hypothetical at you guys. You because it's, it's hypothetical. I, I've noticed the last couple of days there's a Venn diagram. You know those where you kind of see everything in the middle, like mm-hmm. what overlaps? There's a lot of people who want to keep Jason Kelsey. Yes. There's a lot of people who want to keep Hassan Reddick. Yes. I think those people are similar. But we know the Eagles are about to have some cap issues here, so let me throw it back at you. Would you take the $14 million that Kelsey is due to assure Hassan Reddick is back here? Nope. Kyle? In an instant. Yeah. Nope. And like, I, oh, okay. I, I, I'm, ex- I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Well, like, I love Jason Kelsey. I, if it comes down to one or the other, like, I'm looking at everything as, like, what gives the Eagles the best chance to win next Jason season. Kelsey being here. 
I see more of a contingency plan if Kelsey leaves than I do if Hassan Reddick leaves. I'm, yeah, they have, I two, trust, they have two of them. I trust Cam Jurgens a lot more than I trust Nolan Smith. Hmm. Pretty much comes down to that. I trust Jason Kelsey way more than I trust Hassan Reddick. Hassan Reddick, like, for all we know, and this is no disrespect to him, but for all we know, he probably was the problem in the locker room. Like, for all we know. Well, he wasn't happy. I mean, he you, was you not, could, I mean I'm just that. saying. Yeah. I mean, like, listen, they're – like, I think the thing that we're tending to forget here is that the Philadelphia Eagles, for whatever reason, for whatever reason, they're willing to move on from him. Like, when you when you play when you play games like this, you have to be prepared for the for the outcome. You know what I mean? Like they say shooting for the win, but ready for the loss. Like, this is basically what this is, Joe. This is you. I'm sure you want to win this, but you are prepared for it to be a loss. There's something that they feel that he's not doing where they gave him the opportunity. I don't care how nice you want to say it is and, and how mutually amicable, amicable it is. I say that right? Amicable, yeah. yeah. The, hey, the, 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 those, get you, they, Kyle. You know what I'm saying, though. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm saying. There's something there that they're okay with moving on from him. And that's the bottom line. Shooting for the win, preparing for the loss. That feels like the Niners kicking a field goal in that first possession overtime. Like, they're trying to win, but they're giving the ball back to Mahomes. If touchdown could beat him, and we know what happened. Ken and Cinnamon. Hey, Ken. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you today? Good, What's up, Ken. Man? What's up? I, I want to get to Reddick, but really quickly on, on Kelsey. Um, I want him to retire, uh, not because he's not maybe the, the best Eagle ever, um, he's definitely the best center in my lifetime, which is, you know, maybe the second most important position on the football team. Um, but I, I'm ready to see. I'm ready to see it. Like I'm ready to see what what Jurgens can do. I'm I'm ready to see what what they saw. And frankly, you know, Jason Kelsey is like John Ritchie made an impassioned plea about you know regret and not having regret for walking away too soon. The regret that I don't want Jason Kelsey to have is the regret that nobody ever has. I don't want him laying on his deathbed someday. It's going to come quicker for all of us than we wanted to, saying, you know, I wish I had spent another year away from my kids. Because nobody says that. <laughs> like, nobody says uh, when they're taking their last breath, I wish I had worked more. So, you know, he's 36 years old. He's got nothing left to prove in the NFL. And I just want him to go, you know, enjoy his life as a still relatively young man. Yeah, and, um, and Ken, he gets to make that decision. Most don't, right? Most it's kind of easy. They just push you out of the league. They tell you you can't play anymore. He, he gets to have that. Ken, I'm, I'm with you on this. I, I actually think it could benefit everyone if he decides to retire. Now, on Reddick, and I told Kyle this when, when he screened my call, <laughs> it's, if, you, if, if you read David Murphy's column this morning in the Inquirer, it's really compelling. Um, it's almost financial malpractice for the Eagles to, to extend his son, Reddick. It, it's... You know, this guy is 9%, the single highest percentage on one player of their salary cap in 2024 would be Hassan Reddick. He counts more against the cap than any other player on the team. And, you know, he's, he's a specialist. I love Hassan Reddick. I said this yesterday. I'm a Temple guy. But the next-gen stats, NFL next-gen stats, credited him with nine run stops this year on 275 run snaps. So... This guy is not Nick Bosa. This guy is certainly not Miles Garrett. He's not even Bradley Chubb. He 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 does one thing like Bradley Chubb. pretty well. He he played he played eighteen games last year, and in ten of those eighteen games, he had no snaps or no sacks. So 
you know, it's <laughs> sacks are those things that come in bunches, and Hassan Reddick has a tendency to get him in bunches. And very rarely does he have, you know, one sack every week. He'll have two sacks, three sacks, and then go several games without one. And he didn't have any sacks coming down the stretch when the wheels were falling off. Of course, nobody else did either. Um, but I, I just, you know, you you mentioned the fourteen million dollars. If if would you would you spend the fourteen million dollars if Kelsey retires? Keep Hassan Reddick. Absolutely not. If we get $14 million out of Jason Kelsey retiring, there are so many other ways that $14 million can help this football team. And I think it actually it actually hastens the closing of your Super Bowl window if you extend Hassan Reddick. And, and I know Howie Roseman's thinking that way, which is why, you know, I mean, this is now a media battle, right? So the Eagles came out first and said we gave him permission to seek a trade. There's a reason why he comes out two days mm-hmm. later and says, well, I never asked for permission to seek a trade. Oh, totally. It's for about exactly it's public this. leverage. No, you're, Ken, you're, de- you're exactly. dead right on that. And I, I did read the column David wrote this morning, and we appreciate the phone call. It's a good column over at the Inquirer. And it, he, you, you made the point a couple days ago, he hasn't stopped the run. And, yeah, so next-gen stats, 275, I guess, opportunities where the run is coming at him. Yeah. He it was credited with nine run stops. And that's why, like, I, I, I wholeheartedly believe that there has been a conversation. Like, we would love to have you. But we could do without you. That's a great way to phrase it. You know what I mean? We would love to have you here, but we could do without you because those those like there were some run plays where when I think back on it, he just crashed straight down. He just it was egregious. Like he was like, Oh damn this, I'm just going to I see a quarterback. Chase Young on the play on the fourth and one where Mahomes scrambled, he did the same thing. And and he caught him and he just ran right around the side. You gotta gotta have spatial awareness, man, in that situation. And and a lot of times he didn't. Like I said, I, I love Hassan Reddick. I would love him to be here, but we're trying to build a better defense. We're trying to have, um, for lack of a better word, to find a smarter defense. We need guys to put – no, I take that back. D- more disciplined defense because I don't want to make it seem like I'm, I'm saying he's not a bright kid because he is. I think a more disciplined de- defense, and that's what we need right now. We need disciplined players. We need, if we play more disciplined football on that side of the ball, we'll be a much better football team. Hands down, whether or not we need talent, but whether or not we have it or not, if you go out there and you play mistake-free football and everybody does their assignment, you're going to be a much better defense with that alone. Trust me on this. And you could use that money elsewhere. I mean, that, they're thinking that too. Yeah, I mean, that, that like, too. it's all part of this. I mean, that's And when you pay the quarterback, and I know Jalen isn't yet making a ton of money, but it's about to go up. These decisions are like years ahead of time. They make them. Keep, I mean, eventually, money gets pushed back. It all matters. 215-592-9494. All right, we'll come back. Get all your phone calls here on Reddick and Kelsey. I am not trying to convince Jason Kelsey to come back because I think it could be good for both parties if he does retire. Go do TV. I think he's got one, one half his mind is there anyway, and the Eagles could use that money to build this football team. Plus, they've drafted two young centers the last three years to take his position. Let those guys play. All right, also the Reddick situation. And when we get back, did promise you a major – it was really it's a major NBA story that Daryl Morey kind of like wedged his way in, and the Sixers at least made a cursory phone call to acquire like some of the biggest names in the sport last week. We'll tell you about all that and react to it. 215-592-9494. That's how you hop aboard. It is the Midday Show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning 
$5 bet. That's 150 bucks if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players, the teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. I really like the FanDuel app. Visit FanDuel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O and shoot your shot. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94WIP. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Class. pretty good one. Yeah. Can't keep in mind on nothing there. I feel like this used to be in movies all the time, this, this song. I, feel, I don't know if it is anymore. Movies might have moved on from this song. It's a great song, though. It's right. an old song. It is old school. It fits with today. It does on Valentine's Day. And when we all love Jason Kelsey, man, woman, child, everyone here loves Jason Kelsey. He's a great guy. I'll tell you what uh, Sixers team president Daryl Morey likes. His name in the news and trying to make a deal. You see this, Hugh? Yes. Story came out this morning that at the uh, buzzer of the trade deadline last week, the Golden State Warriors, led by Draymond and especially Steph Curry, tried to convince LeBron to facilitate a deal out of Los Angeles to join them in Golden State, which would have been wild. I mean, it would have been one of the biggest uh, trades in NBA history if he joined with Steph Curry. You know, former rivals try to win together. But it didn't happen. He stayed there. But then there's this little aspect of the story where it wasn't only the Warriors calling about LeBron James. This is from ESPN Adrian Wojnarowski. After seeing James' murky social media post of an hourglass a week before the trade deadline, Philadelphia 76ers president of basketball operations, Daryl Morey, called Palinka, who runs the Lakers, to probe on a James trade, and it was immediately told that James wasn't available. In fact, Palinka responded by asking Morey if Joel Embiid was available, sources said, and that ended the brief conversation. Morey also called the Phoenix Suns and asked for a trade about Kevin Durant, and when he was told no on Durant, he then asked about the availability of Devin Booker and Bradley Beal. Unsurprisingly, those were no's as well. What do you make of uh, Daryl making some big phone calls last week? Uh, just that when I heard it initially, I was excited because you know we had this conversation about LeBron yeah. being here and everything. But then I kind of thought, hmm, why is the timing of this now? And it's because you want people to feel like you've had a lot of bad press over the last couple of months, and I and it feels like you just wanted people to know that you were trying to make some moves or make something happen. Mm-hmm. And you know when you say, "See, I tried." 
you know, you could call and be like, hey, what's up with LeBron, knowing that he's not going anywhere. You can make that call, and it's, it's, it's the truth. But to leak it, I think that's kind of, you know, it's kind of lame. Yeah, Maury has a history of this. He was always involved in the biggest names every year in Houston. He rarely landed them. Once in a while he did. He got Westbrook, and obviously Harden was his biggest trade initially, not the one here. But I'm not surprised by this. I do wonder, though, if, if they're trying to grease the skids for this summer. LeBron could be a free agent. The Sixers do have max cap space. What was it, seven years ago, six years ago we did this? I remember they should the Sixers go after LeBron thing. 2018? 2018. Maybe. Come yeah, on. there was a uh, rumor he was here. Do you remember during the like Melbourne? You know, he was checking out Malvern Prep, right? For Bronny. That was so the rumor. Speaking of which, someone called and told me at night that they saw him in a Malvern yes. Wawa. LeBron James. In so, a Malvern Wawa. Yes. Bronny seems to be the ticket to getting LeBron here next year. He wants to play with him. Do you want Bronny if it means getting LeBron? Yes, of course. <laughs> Let's say no to that. Jets just draft Bronny. What is the point of Bronny, dude? He's going to be like a late second rounder, do nothing. Well, he's trying to make it. I mean, I know, but it'll be a farce if we have LeBron and Bronny. Let's be real. Come on. But would you sacrifice a draft pick in the second round to get LeBron James here? That's really what it would be. I guess. I mean, I'm just not infatuated with LeBron like you are. Well, the Sixers need LeBron. I mean, like, to do what? He's a little bit older now. But I mean, they, isn't but, he a little banged up now? The, the last story I read, he was a little banged up. Yeah, I, I, yeah, he's not what he used to be. I understand yeah, that. But he, I mean, he moving, he moving weight. He moving tickets. Of course, definitely. He, and people are definitely come to see him. I don't know. I mean, it would be fun to be here in the city. It, it'd be awesome. Yeah, it would be fun. Plus, the jealousy Howard would have because he wouldn't be the king in, in Philadelphia anymore. I mean, like, come on, I'm, I'm up for all of this kind of stuff. I mean, I know he would be diff- more difficult to get tickets, but we'd find a way. Yeah, I would. Scope would. I would be calling Scope, <laughs> asking for tickets, and he'd just laugh at me—a hearty laugh. You guys, you kidding, Hugh? <laughs> LeBron's here now, so Maury made a play at the deadline. Didn't work. We'll see where it goes in the offseason. That Warriors thing would have been wild, though. Could you imagine Steph and LeBron together on the Warriors? That would have been incredible to see. All right, back to the phones here, and then uh, we have to end the show today with our official first quarterback list of the offseason. Not ours, but one that got us so upset we needed to talk about it. Let's go to T, who's in North Philly. Hey, T. T. Yeah, hello. How y'all doing? Hey, T. What's up, buddy? I just wanted to talk a little bit about Kelsey and Hassan Reddick. Mm -hmm. What are you thinking? So, I think, for me personally, I'm with you on this one. I think I want Kelsey back for stability. I fear that Howie is going to use one of our top picks in the draft or a lineman if Kelsey decides to retire, and I need that to be the focal uh, defense to be the focal point of the draft. So you're worried Kelsey walks away, they spend a high pick on the lineman, and the defense still stinks. I get it. I get that. That's fair. It could happen that way. Yeah, that's my fear with Kelsey, and that's probably one of the only reasons I want him back. Other than that, I'm with Hughes. You know what I'm saying? If he want to retire on his own terms, let him go. Yeah, man. Uh, as far as high sign Reddick, I believe Reddick – was told to go explore a trade option because I believe that Reddick does want to play for a contender. The only thing that makes the situation very confusing is everybody thinks that they're just trying to figure out what they should offer him, more so than Hassan Reddick understanding that he's the best player of a not very good defense. You understand? Like mm. Everybody's like, we don't want to lose Reddick, right? We don't want to lose Reddick, but we're not going to improve the defense by him being the best player on defense if that's where it's going to go. That's a smart way of looking at it. Yeah, and and they and it was a bad defense. He was the best player last year. T, we appreciate it on a bad defense. Here's the one thing I can't figure out why it has to be so complicated and why I think you're right, Hugh, that they're very okay if he's not here. Mm-hmm. If it's just about finding the right number, isn't that just negotiation? Yes. 
Couldn't they say, listen, we have a lot of issues here. We got a quarterback about to make more money. We got a $14 million center who might come back. Hassan, we can't give you a, a major raise, but we can bump you up a little bit. And yeah. then they negotiate. He says, I, his agent says, I, we want 21 a year. The Eagles say, we'll, we'll bump you up to 18. And then maybe there's a common ground, but it doesn't feel like that's happening. No, it feels more like, hey, you know, and I'm, I'm speculating, like I always do every day. Uh, Vic Vangio looked at the film and was like, you know, he's a good pass rusher, but I need some guys that are going to stop the run. You know, even though this is a pass league, I need guys in my defense that are going to set the edge and be able to to retrace and get back to the quarterback if it's a draw or get to the running back if it's a draw. He's playing a little loose in the defense, and, and a lot of times, you know, when you have these grades and stuff, they will look at if you were the guy to break down the integrity of the defense. Mm. I, I've talked about that a lot the last couple of days, and that might be the conversation that was had before we even got to this point. And that's why, you know, everybody's talking about playing nice and everything like that. They are willing to move away from Hassan Reddick. They've made that clear by allowing him to go out and seek a trade. That's that's the truth. No matter how we want to frame it and talk about it, it's a mutually amicable uh, relationship, separation, or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> it's still All these sanitized one, words. Yeah, yeah, but it's one of those things where you're willing to move on and you feel like you could do better, bottom line. All right, speaking of money and moving on or contracts and all that, so t- today, you know what today is down at Clearwater, Hugh? What's that? They're on the field. Pitchers yes. and catchers, they're, they're popping the mitts, they're playing catch down there. They're, you know, the first bullpens or whatever they do the first couple days as they kind of just rev themselves up. I saw a quote here from Zach Wheeler, who's down in spring training, and we know Zach's about to go into a contract year with yes. the Phillies. So according to Matt Gell, yeah, he yeah, he is a lot. So Zach Wheeler and the Phillies have started negotiations on a potential contract extension. Wheeler said it's early in the process. Can it happen before spring ends? Here's the quote from Wheeler. Hopefully it does. I love it here. We're happy here. See, that's how negotiations start, man. You you don't you don't fool around with a guy like that. They're gonna get that man his money before we come back to Philadelphia. I hope you're right on that. But I I wonder if the Phillies, and I'm sure they are, have an idea, are prepared for how much he could cost. Oh, they know. That's why they're getting it done now. I think the number starts with a four per year. Yeah, they go, you have to start it high. That's why they're doing it now, because they know. You don't want to fool around with a guy like that. You don't want him to be unhappy, and you want him to be focused on the season or the task at hand. That's why, that's why I'm trying to tell y'all this Hassan Reddick situation is the polar opposite all of that. They're willing to move on from Hassan. They're just trying to be nice about it. That's it. They're trying to be cordial? Cordial. Trying to make sure everyone feels good about the whole situation. Yes. Well, they, they also took the first shot publicly. They put it out there, and then he responded here, and away we go. 215-592-9494. Twitter question sponsored by the PI Dental Center. Your smile is the first thing others see when they meet you. Learn about and schedule your evaluation at PI Dental Center. Dot com. Gut feeling, will Hassan Reddick be an Eagle next season? 68% yes, 32% no. And then, of course, the, the uh, Jason Kelsey question, do the Eagles need Jason Kelsey? 84% yes, tw- uh, 16% say they do not need him. And we've uh, we've had a good time today with the, the convinced Kelsey line. Let's talk to Rex, who's up on WIP. Hey, Rex. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. What's up, Rex? What are you thinking today? Uh, let's see. Before I jump to the Eagles, I just want to confirm with you, absolutely, Silly Love Songs is a terrible song. Shouldn't be anywhere near the top ten. I can't I stand that I could not song. believe that. Like, all the great love songs out there, <laughs> that is at, it's in the top ten. That was crazy. 
That's ridiculous. Um, so on the issue of Kelsey, should he be an Eagle? A hundred percent, he needs to stay. And there are a couple key reasons. The first is consistency with Jalen, right? Do you really want to change another one of the variables that Jalen has to face in that offense? Right? Kelsey understands defenses. He knows how to call the plays. He's got a, a rhythm and a cadence with Jalen that's solid. And the other thing, and I know that the brotherly shove has come up a few times, but in my opinion, you could take that out of the playbook if Kelsey's gone. Uh, there's a reason why no other teams are doing it effectively, and the answer is Kelsey. So I think he's a big part of it, Rex, but I do think Jeff Stoutland's a big part of it too. And I, I, I still think they would do it next season if, if it's Jurgens at center. Now, would it be as effective, Rex? I don't know. I mean, we'd have to see it play out. I don't think they would take it out of the playbook, though, just because he's not here. That feels like a lot. Yeah, I know. I got it. But, you know, I think he's just such a critical part of it. And he's such a huge part of this city. I mean, he he brings it every day. If he's physically well enough, which is really what his decision, I think, is coming down to, I think, you know, he's going to carry the locker room. He's going to carry the team. So I would hate to see him go. Yeah, and I think most feel your way, Rex. Rex, we appreciate it. I just... I- are we delaying the inevitable? I mean, Rex, we've heard similar points to Rex's today that, you know, you don't want to change it for Jalen and the leadership stuff. At some point, we keep talking about Jalen being a leader. He's got to take over. Yeah, he does. But I feel comfortable with, with Kelsey being in there. Like, just the the, um, the fact that he's familiar with him. And, you know, I feel like this offensive line, a lot of people talked about how they had a down year last year. Mm. The continuity with them, I think, is going to be needed tremendously because if we're talking about getting back to the show defense is important but you know how I feel about offense you know that I feel like defense is a luxury not a necessity but this offense in the way that it's built we have to get that going because that offense to me could carry today until that defense gets up to speed it really really can and especially if you're talking about an offense let's say we're going out there scoring 27 to 30 points a game and that defense is out there playing sound, fundamental football, you have a chance to win some games like that, steal some games, because your offense is going to make most teams one-dimensional because they're going to be scoring so many points that the defense cannot just play one way, pin their ears back and get after them. That's why I feel like Nolan Smith can factor in big with this. He can learn on the job how to get to the quarterback and rush the passer, move him around a little bit, let him play joker or spinner, or whatever you want to call that position, and just let him get after the quarterback. It's interesting. The Eagles, when you think about it, they have been preparing for both these situations that we're talking about. They drafted Noel Smith in the first round. I mean, he's, he's basically physically a clone of a young Hassan Reddick, and they took Jurgens and Dickerson in second rounds. They're, pre- they're prepared. Now, can these guys play? I don't know yet. I mean, I, well, D- Dickerson, we know, has been a star in, at the guard position. Jurgens was okay. I thought he was okay last year at right guard. We'll see how well he plays center. We don't know, and Kyle brought that point up earlier about Nolan Smith. We don't know. He didn't play much last year. He just he didn't play many snaps, and I, I think he played. I think I, I looked at it yesterday. Fifteen percent of the defensive snaps he barely played last year. He, I think you have more reference point with, with Nolan Smith than all of us because you watched him in Georgia. I was excited when they drafted him. I just don't know how ready he is to be the full time. You're the best edge rusher on a contending. He team. has to get ready, and he has to be coached up. Like that, that's what I'm going to, that's my story, Joe. And that's what I'm going to stick to because you drafted him, you drafted him high and it's on you to coach him, teach him 
and get him ready to play. That's why I look at this coaching staff, and if if whomever, if you have him playing defensive end or whatever you have him, if he's not on the field, that's the coach's fault because he has the talent. He has the ability. I watched him play for the uh, small sampling size that I saw. He has tremendous ball get off. He gets off the ball extremely fast. He's extremely quick. He closes the gaps really well from the quarter from the edge to the quarterback. He just needs to learn how to tackle. Mm. And that's 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 big coming from a guy that went to Georgia. That when I saw that, because one play he went in there and he was run, I forgot which game it was, but he ran in there and he ran into the quarterback and then he had to go to the sideline because he hurt himself. But he ran in there and just like threw his neck in there and almost damn near broke his neck. And I'm like, what are you doing? And I remember tweeting out in that game and, and I said, uh, somebody needs to teach him how to tackle or at least to wrap up because he's going to hurt himself. And that's where I, I see him because a lot of times he's in there, he's a little bit lighter, but he needs to understand how to use his shoulders and tackle a little bit better because he wasn't doing that. Let's talk to Rick at Princeton. Hey, Rick. Hey, boys. How we doing? Hey, what's Rick. On? What's up, buddy? I think uh, Mr. Kelsey owes us nothing. He's had a great career, and having watched that documentary, the guy can barely move. So I think he can uh, he can fade off into the sunset with a nice uh, with a nice goodbye. Well, I agree with you. He owes no one nothing here. He's given this franchise over a decade. He's been he's a Hall of Fame player. He won a Super Bowl. The speech, it, I, Rick, I agree with that. He. He doesn't know anything. It's like we just want to squeeze one more year out of it because we love him, but he doesn't know, he doesn't know anything here. Yeah, I think uh, – and I mean, in the documentary, I don't know if you picked up on that, but he's like barely able to walk, and it's just yep. – I mean, yeah, I, I And the whole came, thing weighed on him a year ago. A year ago it felt like he was almost yeah. out of here. Exactly, exactly. So he gave it one more go, and I think at this point, I mean, if he does come back, I wouldn't be surprised if he's playing with his brother in KC. But – um yeah, I think he, he's good to go. What do you think about Reddick, Rick? Uh, Reddick, I would love to have him. Uh, I think he's playing PR. I think he's playing both, you know, both sides of the fence right now. He's, he's not going to say, no, I don't want to be with the Eagles. But, um, I mean, this is the opportunity they have to kind of upgrade with the younger guys. If he stays, great. You know, if the money's there and he's happy, great. Otherwise, you know, it is time to move on. Yeah, I just my, my gut's telling me he's not going to play here again. Rick, we appreciate the phone call. All right, we got to hit this quarterback list because it's officially the offseason when quarterback lists uh, start to emerge. Now, this is typically, I think you see these Let me get more. My pen. I got a yeah, feeling I'm going to have to get a pen. Say something about this. Oh, oh my fun. gosh, it's awful. Usually you see more of these like in June, right? July. Like we, we go through the free agency and the combine next week, free agency, draft. That kind of keeps the NFL content machine churning. Mm-hmm. But, you know, once in a while someone just wants to break the internet. So they put a quarterback list out there. And this did it yesterday. Before I, um, before I tell you, Hugh, what, what this one had, just know last time I checked, this thing had like 2.6 million views out there. This thing, people shared this thing to uh, mostly mock it. So this is from, make sure I get the name right. I believe his name is Derek Klassen. He writes for the 33rd team. I like that website. I, I read their stuff pretty often. But here is his 2024 offseason QB power rankings. I don't even know how to approach what I want to explain from it. I'll, I'm just going to read it, okay? I'm just going to give you the list. Can we, can we give you the whole list? I'm going to give you, um, how about I give you from one through Jalen Hurts, Brock Purdy, an area that, okay, okay. where those guys come from. Right? Is it safe to say that number one is Patrick Mahomes? Th- yes, that is safe to say. Okay, okay. Can I get one more? Uh-huh. Is it safe to say that number two is Joe Burrow? No, 
No, I'm not. <laughs> no. no, that's Are you serious? and that's where things start to go off the rails. I this is the first quarterback list I've looked at and said everything after one is wrong. All right, here we go. So here's what they had. They had Mahomes at one, Lamar at number two. I'm not mad at Yeah, that. and he won the MVP, but you know the playoffs are an issue. Josh Allen at number three. I'm fine with that. Justin Herbert at number four. Matthew Stafford, five. Here we go. Now, now is when we really start to get into this thing. Matt Stafford? Yes, yeah, Stafford at five. Number six, Dak Prescott. Again, you notice there's no Joe Burrow yet. Okay, Number seven, C.J. Stroud. I'm fine with that. He had a great rookie year and looks like a special young quarterback. Number eight, Trevor Lawrence, who collapsed at the end of the season. Wow. Number nine is Joe Burrow. Ninth for Joe oh, Burrow. Tra- wait, 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 wait. Hold mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Dak's ahead of him. Lawrence oh. is ahead of him. Do they have like little blurbs of why he decided to put them? So in the- there's a link. This is like a graphic. I'm sure the okay. link does explain it, but no. Th- this I'm just looking at the list. Okay, number ten, Jordan Love. I think he fits somewhere in that range. Well, I don't mind that. Maybe a little bit higher. I would probably say with like because I, I guess his recency bias. Yeah, of course. He had a big se- a second half of the season. I would probably I would probably have him a little bit higher. I, know, I, I think that's somewhere in that range is fair. Number 11, Kyler Murray, who played, what, seven games this year off the injury? Uh, yeah. Okay, number 12. You notice I haven't said Jalen Hurts' name Not yet. Not at all. I haven't said Brock Purdy. I know P- Purdy's polarizing in this show, but, guys, he's better than Geno Smith, who's number 12. Number 13 is Kirk Cousins. Number 14 is Jared Goff. Number 15 off a lost season is Aaron Rodgers. Here's, here's the one, though. Anthony Richardson, who I know you liked last year coming liked out of the draft. I liked him a lot. He, he looked, yeah. Oh, he's talented. He played two games this season. Two as a rookie. He's number 16. And then Hugh, at number 17, comes Jalen Hurts. At number 18, Brock Purdy. At number 19, Tua Tagovailoa. I mean, how are those three guys behind Anthony Richardson and Geno Smith? I mean, what I- are we doing with this list? I would have to ask, what what is your main criteria? Because do you have eyes? <laughs> so I'm gonna ask that. <laughs> no, because initially when I saw it, and I try to give everybody the benefit of the doubt because everybody looks at things differently. Mm. I'm like, are you talking about athleticism or age? Like, a, I think age when you talk about young when you talk about quarterbacks nowadays, sure, that factors into it. Yeah, I get that. Because now we're just going off of, like, a lot of times when you put quarterbacks in front of each other, like, say Aaron Rodgers is high. He's in the top 15, correct? He's 15. Yeah. You put him in there, you're putting him in there for stuff that he's done in the past. Respect, almost. Because technically he didn't play last year. He played about all of, what, four snaps? Yes. So that's, I, I like, that's where you kind of lose me a little bit. Because he doesn't have a body of work that I feel like is a part of the list that you're making because everybody else you're talking about the body of work. And I know somebody say, well, Hugh, you had Joe Burrow at the top, but he had more body of, of, body of work than Aaron Rodgers did he this won- year. Yeah, well, and yeah, we did. And, and, yeah. And, and, and he's younger, and he's accomplished a lot more than Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen or Herbert at this point in his career. Totally. So, so that's why I have to ask you or ask him, where, where is, what is your criteria for this list that you just, you know, put together. I think we need to get ready for an offseason where Jalen's not going to be listed in the top 10 a lot. It, it, but it changed. You know, I mean, I'm not so upset at that because he does have to bounce back. He does. Even though, you know, you, you talk about his last six games weren't his greatest. But there's a lot of questions, I think, more so about his leadership mm-hmm. than his ability. Because I, I think his ability is sound. But I think the leadership for a lot of people is an uh, is, is issue. The quarterback from uh, USC – that's coming. Caleb, Caleb Williams. Williams. There's issues. Like, people don't like the fact that he cried in public. 
Like that's a, that's a big deal for some people. So you know that that's things that you can fix, and Jalen's gonna have to fix that. Don't know how he's gonna do it to to whomever's liking, but that's something that he's gonna have to fix. Which one triggered you the most, Kyle? Wh- which name on this list, and which spot? Bot- for me, it was Anthony Richardson at 15, sixteen. Probably Geno Smith at. I mean, what are we doing here? Twelve. It's ridiculous. Uh, I do like the fact that Jalen Hurts is above Brock Purdy. 17, 18. But a little too close for my liking. I think maybe the most insane one of all of these. What the hell is Trevor Lawrence doing ahead of Joe Burrow? It's ins- it's nuts. Yeah, that's a wild <laughs> It's one. nuts. It's because that, there like, are people that strongly, I mean strongly, feel like it was a reach to pick him where they picked him. It's nuts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I know he got hurt, and, and and the injuries are starting to pile up for Burrow, so you start to wonder, is this going to be a big thing for him? But goodness gracious, could Trevor Lawrence actually accomplish something besides a w- one victory in the playoffs before we start putting him in, in the category of those guys? It's our first one. There will be many more that will get us upset here with quarterback lists over the course of the offseason. All right, we got Ike and Jack coming up next. Oh, it's time to go. It is time to go. It's Valentine's Day. we got to move on to the Valentine's Day portion. Let me go get these eggs and stuff so I can throw them at people. (laughs) Go get eggs. Go get a piranha. Enjoy your Valentine's Day. All right, everyone, have a great rest of your day. Convince Kelsey Day continues. Jack and Ike up next. We're back tomorrow. And uh, enjoy uh, the rest of your Valentine's Day. Whatever you do. Piranhas, video games, dinner, whatever. Just don't walk past me. Yeah, he'll be throwing (laughs) eggs out his window. Everyone have a great day. We got Jack and I coming up next right here on Sports Radio 94 WI. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.